Welcome to Dollars and Cents with Friedman Financial. During today's program, your host, Mark Friedman, may discuss specific financial planning and investment ideas. These discussions are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations. Investing involves risk, including loss of principal. Always consult a certified financial planning professional, qualified attorney, or tax advisor prior to investing to determine what is appropriate for you. Securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA and SIPC. And now here's the host of Dollars and Cents, Mark Friedman of Friedman Financial. If you don't wanna see me, did a full one, about the way I was did the heartbreak change me Welcome back to another episode of Dollars and Cents with Friedman Financial. My name is Mark Friedman. I'm joined by my co-host Marion Gilman. How are you today, Marion? I'm great. How are you, Mark? And we are here to provide again financial advice in a language you can understand. Each and every week we try to put together a podcast for you filled with information of stuff that's going on in our office, things that we're seeing today. We try to talk about some relevant issues and one of the things that's Certainly relevant today is the announcement about inflation. Yes, I, we're seeing some much better numbers coming in now. And I think anecdotally, we've all seen inflation um, declining a little bit. And also, we've seen a lot of prices stabilize. I mean, yes, um, a lot of your, the foods you buy cost more than last year, but they haven't continued to go up. So, you know, that's what we're talking about is that inflation this morning, uh, and we're taping this prior to uh, Friday when this might go right. out, um, but the, the inflation numbers came in at 5% versus um, 6% annually as it was last month. So that's a noticeable decline. And of course, that's down considerably from last year. Yeah, someone could say it's close to a, I don't know, what is it, a 12 and a half, 15% decline if you go from 6% to 7%, right? That's exactly right. But, but also, no one's saying that. Right, right. That, <laughs> right. It's a great decline. And that this is something that the Federal Reserve has been looking for. Um, they're wondering whether or not they are going to need to raise interest rates again. So they meet again at the beginning of May. Um, they had anticipated maybe one last increase of interest rates. So now we don't know. Inflation numbers came in better. Potentially, they won't do anything. You know, any I think we've increases. just all grown comfortable with the cost of whatever it is, goods, whether it's food shopping, whether it's getting gas, and that that those prices have jumped up recently this past week and last. But you know, everything is, modulates a little bit up and down. That's that's very true. But the big thing I just heard about on the radio today, one item of prices that are down, and they're down eleven percent in that? the past month, eggs. Yes, so you know, and we saw that at Easter, right? Right. Uh, you know, those of, for those of you who celebrate Easter. But we still eat eggs. You know, Jews still eat yeah, eggs right, even exactly. during Easter. <laughs> <laughs> and we eat lots of them during Passover, that's for sure. Yeah, but people buy a lot um, at Easter, they do. too. Absolutely. But yeah, those, those prices are down. I mean, 11% yeah. in the last month. That's a big decline. It is. And, you know, all these things are going to adjust themselves. They really are. And... And what we have to realize is a lot of the news that we hear and the headlines that we read hap discuss about what's happening right now at this very instance. Well, unless you're only planning to live for the next 48 or 72 hours, <laughs> you know, our, our lifestyle is based upon multitudes of years, decades, years, months. 
you have to realize that there are interruptions along the way. We, when we're driving, you're bound to hit a pothole along the way. Right. But for the most part, it's pretty smooth sailing. Sure. But, you know, also, Mark, one of the things that we've noticed, I think, over our years um, doing financial planning and just watching prices in general, that and, and many other people as well have probably realized this, is that prices don't go up every year by the same percentage. Right. So, you know, when we're, when we're looking and doing projections for the future, we assume inflation every year at a constant rate. And what do we, we use generally, Marion? We use 2.5% as a general rate of inflation year after year after year. But we might have three years that there's been no inflation. Look at the Social Security checks are a perfect example of that. They go up with inflation numbers. And there were many years that the you know increase in the, um, in in the your Social, Social Secur Security yeah. check was little to nothing. And so what we have to be careful of doing is you say, okay, well, my Social Security check went up, let's say, 9%, or I hear that inflation for the year was 7%. So should that be the number that we use for the next 15 years of 7 Of course not. We right. have to average it out. And so we, that's what we're seeing. We're seeing discrete like one year, huge price increases, but for the past three years, we've seen virtually nothing. Right, and so we have to be mindful of that. And so, you know, another thing that we have to be mindful of is where rates are right now, especially at the banks. Yes. And, and I think it's rather interesting, you know, people look back and they say, geez, Mark, if only I had invested my money last year instead of sticking it in the stock market or the bond market, look, I could get four and a half or 5% if I just left the money in the bank. Well, could have they gotten four and a half or 5% last year, Marion? No, they could not. I mean, not until the fall could they have gotten anywhere close. And it wasn't even 4%, I think, until December, maybe. Right. I think it got to 4 And so what's really interesting is, is okay, so now we've started to hear, and we've been talking about this on the radio for a while, that we were able to get money market funds that are paying in the fours. You're starting to see, you were seeing CDs that were paying in the fives. And so all of a sudden, you're starting to see banks now catch up, and they're advertising with these rates. And then suddenly, what's happened, Marion? It's going, the rates are going down. Right? And you, that's a good thing, though. I, I know that for those of you who are looking for CDs on money market and keeping your money safe, not so great because you're going to see a somewhat lower interest rate. But for the housing market, it's great news. Well, yes, but also think about this. Say, oh, geez, I was able to get five. I think I'm going to wait out until I can get 5% of my bank account. Don't hold the your bank's breath. The bank's only <laughs> offering me four. A year ago, you were getting nothing. So you're getting a 400, 500% increase in your rate. Just because, and but you're gonna hold out until you can get 4.5 rather than 4.2? Come on now, I mean, yeah. this is what happens to Americans. We become pigs about us wanting something more. It's let's be reasonable, let's find out what works within the scope of our overall financial plan. And you know, a lot of people just get fixated on what that high point was. And you really have to be very careful of that because, you know, you could also get fixated on the low point and that's even worse, right? So you don't want to get fixated on, you know, okay, well, I have to get a CD rate at 5% because it hit 5% for one day. So I'm sticking around. I'm waiting so I'm until waiting. I see 5%. Right. Well, you know, don't wait for mortgage rates to go back down to 2.5%. That's not happening either for a it's, while. Exactly. So, you know, you can't get fixated on the highs or the lows. you got to take what's available to you now. And, and, of course, you take what's available, but you also say, okay, how does this decision 
integrate into the bigger picture of my financial life. Most definitely. And that's what we're doing every day here at Friedman Financial. This is not about, okay, Mark, I have $50,000. I have $500,000. What should I do with it? Our question to them is what, Mary? What are you going to use the money for? I mean, what's the goal for those funds? Is this short-term money? Is this long-term money? Um, and then we also have to look at you know, what the overall portfolio looks like. It's not just, we don't want to take one thing out of context or one pool of money out of context. And it's not just the portfolio either. Of it's course. everything else. Yeah. Because, you know, I think the most underappreciated work that we do in this office is the work around us helping our clients understand their cash flow. That's very true. And how many... There aren't many clients who come in that we help them figure out what their cash flow might be who in advance know what they're spending. Well, I think Christian is, and I have talked about this on the radio too. Christian's our director of um, first impression, financial, financial planning. planning, director of financial planning. And by the way, I'm Mark Friedman. I'm joined by Marion Gilman. And one of the things that's interesting in a financial planning initial consultation, we'll oftentimes ask our clients, what do you think you spend on a month-to-month -month basis? Because as we begin to think about your retirement, you're gonna be spending money, the paycheck's ultimately gonna stop from work. You gotta rely on social security, perhaps a pension, um, and the money that you've accumulated, and perhaps part-time income, a variety of different sources. But what do you need to support your spending needs? And what we have learned is that what clients think they spend on a monthly basis isn't close to reality, is it, Mary? No, and I, you know, I attribute that in a large part to the clients sit there and they think about what their fixed costs are. Right. And they only think about what their fixed costs are for that month. So they don't look at what they spend over the course of a year. So they're not taking into consideration things like, you know, maybe you pay your insurance or auto homeowners, all of that, one time. So they forget about that. You might pay your property taxes every three months, quarterly. You forget about those things. So, you know, it's not, you, you've got to remember you're spending a lot more typically than what you think. Yeah, so what we generally find, and we're generally pretty spot on on this as well, is someone will say, oh, we probably spend somewhere between six to $7,000 a month, using that just as an example. Yeah. And generally, the client is off by about 40%. Yeah. And when we show them yeah. how much they're off, they're floored. But we also help them understand how we came to that number. And I think it's really important as part of serving in a fiduciary capacity for our clients to trying to place the interest of our clients first before ever investing money, before trying to structure what this portfolio looks like or your financial plan looks like. We need to help you understand what it is that you spend on a regular basis. And we have systems in place to help us analyze a variety of different processes and systems to, I guess Christian uses the word, to triangulate how we find out, well, the different systems that we have to find out how much you're spending every month. And generally, we're pretty spot on. Yes, because we take a look in depth at your uh, bank accounts, your tax returns, and your pay stubs. Yeah, but, so. but interestingly, what we've learned, especially with retirees and perhaps even those before you retired, there's generally one person that ends up paying the bills and takes care of all the finances, isn't yeah. there, Marion? It's just easier that way, I think. So yes, most couples do it like that. And what we are seeing, because frankly, Friedman Financial has been around since 1968, we're averaging close to 20 to 25 deaths 
a year here in the office. Client debts. Client client debts, <laughs> yes. Client debts or someone related to a client, somebody Correct. that's tied in here. And oftentimes the person that is paying the bills could be the person that passes away. And more and more clients are coming to us saying, hey, I need to integrate my spouse or a child or someone into the systems that we have in place, into the understanding of how we support our lives. And it's something that we can help with here at Friedman Financial. Absolutely. And that's so important because you wouldn't want your, in particular, I think when it goes to, when it's one spouse that dies, that's ve it's a very difficult transition for somebody who really is not aware of what's going on to take over. They are perfectly capable. They just don't know what the system is. So Yeah, it's, and it's even more complex when it's a couple who are part of a second or third marriage. Yes. And if all of those estate planning documents aren't structured properly, the registrations on the accounts aren't structured properly, and it's there's a lot of assumptions that go on as you begin to plan for your future. And I know, Marion, you, you have used the term, you don't know what you don't know. That, that's one of my favorite expressions because you really, you don't know the questions to ask and you don't know what's available to you if you don't have that education. Yeah, and unfortunately, we have not become a population lately of reading in depth or doing right. a lot of research. We're a right. population of reading headlines and the first two sentences in an article. And that's where a lot of people are gathering their information right now. And it's not that simple. You know, the news, when I say the news, the media outlets, social media, whatever it can be, their goal is to get out um, a surprising or really shocking headline. And if you don't dig a little bit further into what that headline means, you can be very misled and make some big mistakes. And, you know, that's we see that particularly with um, clients who, fig who see some of those ads or promotions to protect your money from the nursing home. And they do things that are not in the best interest overall of their estate, simply because they're not looking beyond the simple headline of protect your money from the nursing home. Yeah, there's a lot of different, you, you have to really think this through. But remember, when you go to an attorney and you ask an attorney to say, hey, I want to hide my money or I want to pretend. By, right. by the way, that's illegal, by the way, to hide your money. Right. But I, I want to protect my money so that doesn't so the nursing home doesn't get it. And you say to them, I want to have a trust. Well, if that's what you want, the attorney is going to act on that. Right. However, that may not be in your best interest. Right. And we've seen that happen so over many times. and over again. And so I want you to make sure that, you know, we're talking about, that's a little term that we're not going to get into today, of the difference between an irrevocable trust and a, rev and a revocable trust. There's all those different implications. Many people think when they see Friedman Financial that, oh, we just do investments. Gosh, that is just such a small sliver of what we do, isn't exactly. it? Exactly. Yes. Yeah. We're so much more. I mean, and if you talk to our clients, they will tell you that they absolutely will and so by the way and, and we, with therapists too we, we, we do it all um couple couple things of note that's a joke just, well, well we're not licensed therapists that's but right. people come to us looking for some therapy at points so hey if you happen to be in the peabody danvers area and you're driving down route 114 um on the westbound side don't be surprised if you see marion and i 
on a billboard. We're smiling. We are smiling <laughs> up there. It's it's actually it's the billboard that's right above the Light and Leisure building where uh, Guitar Center building. is. The purple building. We're up there. We it's on an electric billboard there. If you happen to tune into Wicked Bites TV and TV and or radio, you'll see that our faces and our ad, our ads are there. We're we're out there, folks. We are. We want to let you know that we're here for you. Marion and I are here for the long term. We are here to help you and help you achieve your financial goals and objectives. Uh, we're here. Yeah. So if it's not now, if it's time for you to get serious about your money and you want to consult with somebody, please give us a call. Absolutely. 978-531-8108. One more time, Mary. 978-531-8108. Give that, us a call. That's right. And that is uh, financial advice in a language you can understand this week. Just a reminder, if you'd like to get our free weekly newsletter, it's available each and every Friday, 1030 in the morning, delivered directly to your inbox. All you need to do is go to our website, freedmanfinancial.com. That's Friedman. Two E's and a D. Financial.com. That's going to do it for us. Thank you, Marion, for joining me today. And yeah, thanks for having me. Have a great day. We'll be back again next week with more financial advice in a language you can understand. Have a great day, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Dollars and Cents with Friedman Financial. These discussions are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations. Please consult a certified financial planning planner, tax professional, or attorney prior to investing to determine what is appropriate for you. Securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA and SIPC.